gentlemen this is subliminal message studios and i am your host leonardo bringing you the world news let's go everybody doing tonight well the night is over with ain't it and there is so much more that we have not got to isn't there always something like i always say there's always something left for us to do there's always one more thing that we totally forgot to do and i bet um one of those things that um biden forgot to do was definitely most definitely forget to change his underwear however now, we have the Ukraine leaders implored his fellow citizens to ignore the rumors of an impending war with Russia because the West is constantly just stirring up shit that we don't even need to get to. Even though Ukraine's Zelensky's own leader is saying, hey, you guys need to hype down this uh, war, uh, world war um, shit. You know, you're kind of scaring the hell out of my um, citizens. And now the citizens... Uh, Ukraine civilians are training for war. The UN, uh, the UN Security Council held a meeting, a meeting on Monday and called by the U.S. Uh, let me reiterate, called by the U.S. to uh, produce sanctions on Russia because that's the law. It's, it's Russia. You know, we cannot have Russia thinking they can put in wherever they want to put in. Now, um, British lawmakers will be asked to consider legislation this week that would allow uh, Minister uh, Albert Boris or my, my bad, Boris Johnson, you know, the guy that was telling everyone to mask up and have your, how you're horrible if you don't wear a mask. Meanwhile, he's partying in his own little town, having the time of his life. Hookers, cocaine, it's all the American dream, baby. I mean, it's all in the British cup of tea uh, dream. But anyways, they're going to allow, uh, ask for uh, Boris Johnson to allow Brit, uh, British lawmakers to put shan- sanctions, further sanctions on Russia, leading us down to the rabbit hole. And not the rabbit hole that leads us to enlightenment and producing something of magnificent quantities that will lead us into into true bliss and true happiness with one another. And not even just that, true hope, true, true independency. No, the rabbit hole that they want to take you down is a rabbit hole that leads right into death, destruction, and this whole world is going to be completely destroyed. <laughs> and um, uh, you know, um, anyways, anywho, you know, I hope you're not. I, I do hope you're not. You guys not. Night has been well. I hope everything has been good for you today. E- e- even if, like, I always say, listen, man, it's not your job 
be to be nice to everyone because the fact of the matter is it's really it's not man have you ever tried to go around and be nice to every single person that you have that you 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 see all throughout the day like it's hard as shit people are mean some people want to bump into you some people just want to fight you and start shit with you just because their life is shitty and they don't have a life so they just want to take you down with them and i you know guys i remember i remember specifically my mom saying that to me all the time she always used to say, "Man, you're always gonna have people that are going that that, that want to bring you down. You can't let them bring you down." And I was young and um, uh, let's just say more temp uh, tempered. And um, I, I I remember thinking to myself, "Then I'm gonna fight the whole fucking world, man." I literally remember thinking that to myself, like you know what I mean. If, no, if nobody's gonna be nice, then fuck it. I'm just gonna fight. Every single person that's not nice to me, man, because if I have to be nice, then they're going to be nice. And I, I kept, I'm going to be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I kept that mentality for a very long time. But one thing I was never able to accomplish is something, um, I have a big heart. You know, um, I hate talking about it, man, but I, I really do. I, I have a very big heart. Once I, once I let you in and I love you, um, nine times out of ten, I probably will never be able to fight you, which is, uh, that, that, that's, you know, that's a good thing, you know what I mean? Uh, but it's also a bad thing because, man, people people want to take advantage of that. And they want to take advantage of your realness. They want to take advantage of, of of the real stuff that you tell them. Like, if you tell them, hey, man, listen, dude, I, I'm a little wary of letting you, letting anybody in. Because as soon as I let them in, I am I, I, have an inab- I have an inability to actually put hands on you. If you piss me off, if you do something wrong, I have an inability to actually put hands on you because I actually love you. So I... If I, I've always, I, I have a very big heart and I've always been, um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the time all throughout my, uh, childhood, I should say, people took that, um, took my anger for, um, mistake and mistake my anger for passion. I was a very passionate kid. You understand, man? Like I, um, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not faking the fun. Okay. I didn't wake up and just decide to, Get woke or, 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 or take the red pill and, um, uh, discuss and discuss some of these conspiracy theories. That was never, I have been, I was born red pill, ladies and gentlemen. I've always thought this way. I have always not thought everything was a conspiracy theorist, but I've always thought to question everything I am being told. I want answers. I have, I have so many different questions. I've been this way my entire life. And it, and it, like I said, it does help me with, um, uh, my, my, um, work that I do, um, at this point in my life. Life. However, it is also a burden. Uh, you know, to be honest, people do get annoyed with me quite a lot. You know, they ask me if I want a sandwich. Well, then, like, you know, ask them like 20, 20 questions back, back about the sandwich. You know what I mean? Well, what kind of sandwich is it going to be? Is it going to have bacon on it? Is it going to have lettuce? Are you going to put ranch on it? Well, what kind of bread? Hold up. Is it going to have that herbs and cheese bread? Well, I don't really dig with herbs and cheese bread right now. I just want an oat bread. You ain't going to oat bread? Okay. Well, then, how about white bread? Oh, damn. White bread? That's plain. No, 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 no. How about you get the bread, melt the cheese, and then melt. You know, like, I have, I will, I, I I, I, I'm very analytical, ladies and gentlemen. And um, like I said, it, I didn't just, this isn't a game with me. I don't know how else to say that. This isn't something that um, is, uh, like I said, I just didn't wake up and, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't get woke. You know, I've never been red-pilled in my entire life. Um, when the Twin Towers was happening, like I said, I've said this once, I'm going to say it again. Me and my brothers were the first ones that were passing around the the CD. I don't know if anyone remembers. Um, when the Twin Towers first got blown up, there was a certain, uh, uh, there was, it was before the Internet really, really was uh, on. Let's just say that. Like, it was before the Internet was in every single, everywhere, and everyone was using it at every given second because it was on everyone's cell phone. You know what I mean? Um 
But before then, it was it was more like the DVDs. And I remember me and my brother came across this uh, DVD on the Twin Towers. Now, this video wasn't tailored, toward, tailored towards like a conspiracy theory of who exactly did it. It was more tailored towards the construction of the Twin Towers and Building 7. Because you have to understand, the creator of the Twin Towers, he went on record when they first got blown up. He, maybe it was, it was, it was before, you know, I think it was before they got blown up. And he went on record and stated that those Twin Towers are actually made for not one airliner, but two airliners, not just one or two planes to hit it at the top, at the middle, at the lower, it didn't matter. Not just two airplanes, but it was also made to construct and withstand bombs. And the only way to really bring those twin towers uh, down is to actually, you had to actually have certain um, um, triggers, is what they're called in an, um, like bomb squads. I, I don't know what to say. I, they're just, you have to have Pacific bombs in Pacific places on each floor of the twin towers and um lo and behold that's exactly what um came out and and while the while we don't have the actual um uh pentagon documents because keep in mind they uh the pentagon has straight out and came out and said they still have almost they have thousands and thousands of pages on what happened uh two weeks prior to the twin towers going down and also after and they, 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 they're saying it's a national security, obviously, you know what I mean? Kind of like, kind of like, like, uh, the way they're still saying that John F. Kennedy's assassination is still national security. It's not national security. They just don't want to tell everyone that, no, it was actually, um, uh, 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 the Rockefeller family. Yeah, there's a bunch of the corporations got together and they decided, you know, we, we want to off John F. Kennedy, and no one likes him. You have to realize the Kennedys were—they um, uh, were mafia tied um, very, very strongly. And I'm not saying that to flaunt your, uh, to you know, uh, pull your chitty chain right there. I'm saying that to the—I'm um, being honest. You research the Kennedy family; they were very, very, very mafia connected. You know, um, but American me style, baby. You know what I mean? I don't know how else to say that. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to say is, I this this is nothing that. Um, is new this is nothing new to me like i, I don't know how else to say this man i have uh, uh, i have always uh, my mind has just always looked uh worked like this i don't know what's wrong with me you know but then again i don't know what's wrong with you you know what i mean so like you know everybody's weird in their own way ladies and gentlemen i guess at the end of the day is what i'm trying to say is is you need to let your weirdness out you know, stop being so scared when you get around your group of friends and you start thinking to yourself, well, I don't want to, I don't want to not like this song, so I'm going to keep, I'm going to act like I like it. No, fuck that, man. If you don't like this song, look at your friends like the jackasses, man. Man, why are you guys listening to this shit? And then we wonder why our daughters are growing up to be fucking skanks. I mean, you know, I hate to, I hate to put it in that way, but honestly, man, like we, you know, we, we, we really have to consider the ramifications of even the music that we listen to nowadays. The places that you're going, the ideology that, that, the, you know, the, you know what ideology I really, really hate is this ideology of thinking that, excuse me, that thinking that, well, okay, so high school, you go to high school, right? You party. And then college, that's when you really, really party. And then after college, that's when you slow down, right? That's when you're supposed to get mature. Like that is the, that's, that's, that is the reason why the general population, one of the many reasons why the general population is 50, if not more years behind the military. You know, we like, 
No one said no one said that's what you have to live by. I guess is that what I guess that's what I'm saying. No one's no one is telling people need you need to stop letting put you need to stop letting having people put a finger in your face and say no. Through high school you're just supposed to screw off and you know graduate high school, but you can screw off. It doesn't matter. Stop letting people point a finger. What if, what if what if high school was when we are really supposed to buckle down? And create create some new concepts, create some new uh, books, create a new um, podcast, create a new create a new a new song. What if during high school was the actual years that we are supposed to be doing those things, and we are told that no, that's the time you're supposed to screw off for a very for a reason though, to make sure that we stay stay dumbed down. So there's only a minimal time all throughout a mature adulthood to accomplish something. That is great and that will truly affect this world. What if during college was the time for us to not just wise up, but to get a little crazy? You know what I mean? What if college was the time to actually, to actually sit down and get a little crazy and create, and create, create, um, a new sport or a new, a new, a new attitude, a new clothing line? You know what I mean? And then when you're mature, that's the time when you can, you know, really slow down and start, you know, drinking a little bit on the weekends and having more fun because you've accomplished everything in your earlier years. You know what I'm saying? What if, what if everything that we are being told is not just a lie, but they're telling us the truth. They're just not telling us the full truth. And that is the, like I, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, the greatest lie the devil has ever played on the humankind is convincing us that he is not real. And I believe that to a very, 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 very influential point, all right? It's not a game with me. Do you dig? So go in those dark rooms, ladies and gentlemen. I need you to find yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I need you to get your own concept. I need you to get your own opinion. What do you think about the world and what's going on? Not just suffocating yourself with all the information that you get from the internet. No, I need you to go in that dark room, baby. I need you to go in that dark room, brother, all by your motherfucking self. Ain't no one else there, just you. And you get in that dark room and find your own concept. You get in that dark room and you find your own opinion. And you don't feel much like riding You just wish the trip was through See, here I am On the road Because whether we like it or not This world is only going to get better if the general population decides that we are not slaves, we are human beings, we have the right to live free, and when I say free I mean we have the right to also pay for freedom, and we will pay for freedom we will stain it with blood we don't have to wrap ourselves in a flag to stain ourselves with blood we need we need freedom, god damn it do you understand what I'm saying to you? We need freedom. We don't want freedom. We need it. We don't want it. We demand it. We don't need it anymore. No, now we demand it. We don't demand it anymore. Now we're taking it. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? And that's the kind of mentality that we need to get. And it all starts with being informed about the politicians and the ideologies that they are bringing. Why do you think Pete Ricketts is saying, no, medical, we do not need medical marijuana to be passed legal 
in Omaha, Nebraska, when he knows full well that the marijuana uh, marijuana industry is run heavily by leftist California Democrats, and he does not want it passed here in Nebraska until we can establish our own medical marijuana field and have it actually be organically grown. So it doesn't have all this pesticides being thrown on it. People are actually dying from the marijuana that the leg- that the Democrats are growing out in California right now because they're putting all these extra additives, all these extra pesticides on their marijuana, and it's killing people. Now, P. Ricketts is trying to say that he does not. You have to realize that if we legalize it, the legislation that is going to come with it and the ideology and the people that are going to come with it, they are going to be the ones that are put- putting this money into the courts people can get bought off people are not perfect do you understand what i'm saying to you why do you think i'm always like gene why do you always do this to me because <laughs> she does i don't know why she does this to me man she uh, that's a whole nother subject but yeah you, why do you do this to me gene like you know I, i'm anyways um but you, <laughs> you have to understand man that you keep on being told well what can i do what can i do I, I, you know, my vote doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I go down to city council and speak. That doesn't matter. You have no idea the power that the American people have. We, it all starts with us. I'm going to continue to say that to each one of you. It all starts with us. We all need to get a part of our city council. Go down to your city council. Construct what they're actually talking about. Keep, and if, and if you find out that they're having secret meetings or secret attorneys, secret judges, call them out at the city council. Pressure them so much and make it public because that's what they don't want. They do not want it in the public's eye. They don't want you. They don't want. They don't want. They don't want you to recognize that they changed Herbie the Husker, uh, Herbie the Husker uh, costume and his logo and all that because it was linked to white supremacy. No, they changed it because they wanted to link it to Black Lives Matter, throwing up the power sign and shit like that, completely forgetting to tell the people that has nothing to do with that. This is. It's about the principle of keeping Nebraska's. Nebraska, letting Nebraska be Nebraska. Just like Iowa. It's about letting Iowa be in Iowa. What? Is their hawk somehow racist against Native American people so they have to change their eagle or hawk or whatever? I think it's an eagle on the, um, um, on the, on the, um, Iowa football flag. Are they going to have to change their eagle on their uh, flag because it's disgraceful against Native Americans. You know what, dude? Fuck every single one of these leftists, man. I am so done with this, with this garbage. And I, and I, and not even just that. I realized every single time that they say, "Oh, this," they don't want it to be linked to white supremacy. You know, these left pussy ass Democrats. I'm sorry for the language, um, ladies and gentlemen, but it's it, it's got to be said. I, I've realized that every single time they do this kind of stuff, they. <laughs> It's just like the reason why they changed the uh, Herbie the Husker, right? They said they don't want him to be linked to any form of white supremacy. They never say in any way that they condemn white supremacy. It's just they don't want it to be linked to white supremacy. Now, do you see how that might be a little bit of a problem? You, you, you see how that works? It has nothing to do, it's because it has nothing to do with actual racism and actual prejudice. It's about reshaping your culture in the city, reshaping your state. 
So Pete Ricketts, let me reiterate, Pete Ricketts knows full well that marijuana doesn't kill anyone. He knows full well what he's saying and why he's saying it. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry if you're just now finding out about this, but this is a reality, okay? He's not saying it because he actually believes that marijuana is killing people. He's not saying it because he really gives a shit about marijuana being legalized. He's saying it because he's trying to keep these groups like Black Lives Matter, like Antifa, like, not even like that, people, uh, groups uh, coming, uh, coming from like the George Soros paid funding groups. He's trying to keep even the, me the billion dollar medical industry groups that are backed by some of these defund the police, defund the police, these racial critical race theory groups that are actually part of the medical marijuana field out in California. We're trying to keep them out. What we need to do is not support the legalization of marijuana. I know everyone is going to probably, are you out of your goddamn mind? Seriously, man? Yes, I'm being serious. We need to support the, uh, not, not, we, we need to not, we, <laughs> sorry. We don't need to support the legalization of marijuana within Nebraska. That's something that we don't need until we establish our own medical field of marijuana within Nebraska, then we can support it. Then we can start passing laws to say yes, because we've established ourselves and the money is staying in Nebraska. That's also a big thing. Do you know how much money is in that kind of field? And if the state takes over it, there's a billion dollar cash cow. Pyrrhic is isn't stupid. He knows that. But he also knows that if he legalize, if it's legalized now, all that money stays out of Nebraska. And not even just that, we are the ones that are going to have to pay taxes on the money that they're sending out of state. We are the ones that have to pay for that. And the Nebraska people have to pay for the big medical field, uh, medical marijuana fields out in California when they take all their money that they just made from the Nebraska people out of state and then we have to pay the taxes on their money. Okay? It's, it's a game of chess. And we better realize that. We better get hit to it at least if we are going to survive the upcoming 10th Reich. You know, this is Nazi 5.0. This is this is this isn't New World already New World Order anymore. This is just fucking redundancy. I mean, I don't even know how else to say it. How are we not waking up? Not even waking up. How are we not? How? Why are we dealing with this? You know, like why would we? I can't imagine if there's anyone. It was was there anyone? Honestly, was there anyone that spoke out against changing the Herbie Husker logo? Was there anyone that spoke out against throwing a business suit on Minnie Mouse? What the hell are we doing to our generation? We keep on expecting our children to understand this. We keep on shoving masks on them. We keep on telling them that masks are going to save their lives. Even though CDC has changed their their repertoire they've changed their their um opinions so many different times they've changed more girlfriends than me i don't know how else to say that they've i, I don't know i don't know how what am i going to say what am what are we going to do and, and of course covid listen to me covid's never going to go anywhere it's not made to go anywhere you know does has the flu ever left us at the you know what i mean like come on guys honestly I'm trying to put it in the simplest way I can. Has the flu ever left us? Should we continue to all wear masks because the flu is around? Should we continue to all... And you know what's worse, guys? Did you know that the number one cause of death all around this year, guess what it was? Because it wasn't COVID. And it wasn't the Delta variant. It wasn't the, Mary, the uh, R&B singer variant. It wasn't none of that. Guess what it was? Drug overdoses. 
That was the number one killer all of last year in 2021, drug overdoses. People dying left and right of drug overdoses. China's giving the cartels laced fentanyl, pure, pure fentanyl, which then, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, you know, they pay the cartels to grow their opiates out in the fields out in Mexico and El Salvador, in which case Biden goes ahead and invites all those people that were just working in the opium fields right into our fucking land, right into America. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Al-Qaeda is setting up a very, very, very big war machine in Latin America, in Brazil right now? Guess where a lot of the migrants are coming from? Brazil. Yeah. Oh, and not even just that. Guess what all these thousands and in Nebraska, I should just say before I get in this, I get in this. Guess the type of refugees are coming in Nebraska. They're all coming from Afghanistan. And I get it. I get it. Okay, don't even go there, dude. They've had a hard life. No, fuck that shit. Guess what? All these guys are all coming in here with their ideology of saying fuck America. It needs to be abolished and destroyed. And we're giving them free food. I saw, okay, this is how bad it's getting, ladies and gentlemen. I saw, I overheard a family. And uh, I'm not going to make it, a, you know, it's, I'm not even going to tell you the race. The family is a family. And I heard, overheard them talking to themselves. We only have a little bit of money. We, we have their, uh, the, the man and the woman were talking on the phone. And I overheard them semi-crying because they didn't have much money for food. Now, I was in the opposite lane of them, if that makes sense. And now I walk up. There's another family. And um, I, I speak Spanish. I, I, I understand it fluently, too. And I overheard them saying, laughing about how they're getting all this food for free. Thank God. For, thank God. And I am not making this up. Thank God we're getting all this food for free. The Biden administration are our heroes. Thank God we're getting this uh, food for free. Now, I understand I understand. I, I'm not trying to say, you know, because they had kids, too. And I'm not trying to say, you know, that I want to just take all their food and give it to the other family. That's not what I'm trying to say. But what I am saying is it sickened me because we are un unable to feed our own people. But we're feeding another country that does not care about our country. And that is facts. It's not a mean way of saying it. It's a fact. It's just like when the, it's just like when the, uh, when COVID-19 started spreading everywhere and everyone wanted to call Donald Trump racist. If any, if anyone knows listening to my podcast, everyone knows I'm not really a Trump supporter. Did I support some of his, um, uh, some of his legislation and things that he did? Oh, hell yeah. I supported it almost a lot of it. A lot of it I supported. Now, however, now, him standing up to the car companies and telling them if they ship all their companies over into Mexico, then he will put, he will put, um, he'll put, um, he'll put, um, sanctions on them as well. Um, uh, if, uh, I can't remember what the exact term is, but, um, that is, yeah, I supported something. However, I think everyone completely needs, I think everyone needs to realize Donald Trump is from New York. I've said this once. I'm going to continue to say he's from New York City. He's a city slicker. You know, think about it, man. He's from New York. He's a city slicker. I'm not saying he doesn't care about all care about America as a whole, but I am saying he's a city slicker. He's from New York. If it was really his way, he'd just destroy America probably just as well and move the fuck out of the country because he doesn't care. You know, like, and, and, and does that, am I saying if he made, made another run for president, would I vote for him? Oh, yeah, I'd vote for him. I'd vote for him, yeah. I'm not, I, I don't, I, I'm sorry. The thought of having Nancy Pelosi, having Kamala Harris, having 
any of those Democrats in presidency scares the shit out of me. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying that to be funny. I, I am dead honest. It truthfully and honestly, it scares me. Because the things that they'll do, the divisive, the device and the division that they will produce will make like will make Biden's administration look like child's play. You know, screw martial law, they'll just go right to defunding the police all the way and then paying gangs to do it themselves. And I've heard that kind of rhetoric come out of coming out of some of these um uh, uh Democrats' mouth. They'd rather pay gangs to start um, you know, to start policing communities. This is a sick-ass world we have, ladies and gentlemen. And um, if we don't wake up to it, like I just said, if we don't at least get hit to it, then we are F-U-C-K. E-D. E-D. F. Whatever. Excuse me. But, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a lot of shenanigans to get to. So... Without uh, further ado, shall we get to this news? I think we shall, because there's um, little stuff popping and um, um, big shit um, uh, going into uh, FEMA camps. But anyways, Palace rejects rumors of lockdown, martial law over COVID-19 cases. This is hilarious, um, and I don't know how else to say that. But it really, really is, all right? In the Philippines, right? The palace on Friday dismissed an audio recording warning of a lockdown or an, imposing, or an imposition of martial law as fake and urged the public to rely on information from credible sources. Now, in the clip, it identified a, an unidentified woman advises people to stock up on food and other essentials in case President Rodrigo Dierte declares another lockdown or even declare martial law. During that time, the unverified clip claims nobody will be allowed to leave the house. Now, um, now the cabinet secretary became aware of the voice clip while I was having a meeting that it is fake news. He's using the term disinformation. Uh, that's and you know isn't that the term they always go to? You know what I mean? Just like they went to um uh, now whenever you talk about uh, disinformation about COVID, you know how it's um a complete lie, how masks don't work, how the vaccination is killing people, and it's actually turning out that the mortality rates for vaccinations is actually skyrocketing. It's no one compared to the people that have actually got COVID, you know, like the 60, 70-year-olds that have got COVID and died from COVID. No, no, no. The people that are taking these vaccinations are dying at a, like that, yeah. Dead. You're dead. 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 All right? Now, uh, uh, the cabinet said there was no talk of declaring a lockdown or martial law. Now, uh, 1987 constitutionally only allows in case of evasion or rebellion when the public safety requires it. Now, that was in 1987 in the Philippines, right? That was what their constitution declared. However, they're not including the fact that they've since changed their laws into saying now under, um, uh, under biological, also biological warfare that they've thrown in there, which means they can declare martial law during the pandemic. The government has said that it no longer favors large-scale lockdowns because of the effect that it has on the economy, which has been battered by the pandemic. That's right. There's been more people, more people starved from the actual pandemic than COVID-19. Um, fact, you can look it up. It's, it's. I, I believe it's, it's. You can look up any statistic on it. Just, just go on the internet and look it up. It's ridiculous. Now, um, Defense Secretary Delfin Lorenzo on Thursday. Also dismissed the audio clip as fake, adding there's no compelling reason to declare martial law. 
But while they're saying there is no credible credible evidence for uh, declaring uh, not declaring martial uh, martial law in the Philippines, they're moving all their resources and setting up um, setting up um, more COVID test stations in Philippines, and all this while they're putting troops on uh, putting troops or their own form of national guard to scourge any forms of protest. So while they're saying they're not going to enact martial law or another lockdown. They're preparing for it, you know, that, um, well, that's one thing, but that's also the Philippines, you know, who cares about them? Well, we should, we should not care about them, but we should definitely take very good notice of the type of legislations and the things that are happening there. All right. That's how it works. Ladies and gentlemen, don't get woke. Don't get red pilled. Just do your research. I'm tired of those two terms. Just do your research. It's a, it takes a little time. It takes digging through. There's certain key word, there's certain key names that get brought in there, and you think they're just nothing. But if you research those names and realize where they come from, realize the credentials that they have, what operations they were part of before they stepped into this, then everything starts making a little bit more sense. Like Albert Borales, he was part he was part of Operation Sea Spray before he took over the Pfizer uh, uh, this, uh, became the CEO of Pfizer company. Shit's starting to make sense now. Um, Anthony Fauci created HIV in, in the lab, then then gave the only cure to Magic Johnson because he was the only one that had the uh, curable antidotes in him. Yeah, look it up. Now that's unreleased documents too. Magic Johnson, you ain't. There's nothing magic about you, dude. There's nothing magic at all. And I'm not dogging him for his uh, legacy in. The basket and his basketball career. I think that man's an OG. I salute you in your basketball career, dog. I know a lot of people think I dog um, the gladiatorial American games a lot because that's exactly what I just call them. They're gladiatorial games in an order. They're literally gladiatorial games that have been put there in an effort to sway the public and deform and and. De-inf- and, and deform them into a civilization that is weak and nullful and take away their infallibility to faith. And I'm sorry, I know that's a handful, um, but I didn't write any of that down. That was literally what, um, that's why they put those games into place. That was literally um, coming out of, um, coming out of uh, uh, one of our president's mouth when the start of the football league was first forming and baseball. Yeah, so, um, that is uh, one of the uh, reasons why I have such a big problem with the, the gladiatorial games that we are watching nowadays. The second problem I have, I guess since I've never really got into it, is the fact that it's just completely rigged. If we have, if you, I'm sorry guys, yeah, but it's rigged. Every game you watch is rigged. Even, even most of the college games, they're rigged. It's, it's the truth. Look it up. Most of the fo- I, I, almost ninety nine percent of your NFL games are all rigged. They already know which teams are going to the Super Bowl before they even get there. They already know they're all rigged. You know, if we think, I mean, come on, guys. And honestly, how is that not common sense to us? I know they're still fun to watch because you know you want to act like you don't know what's going on or who's going to win and all this and that. But you know, if you really want to, really, really just want to find out who's going to win. Just go pay attention to the football league and and pay attention to the rhetoric that they're talking about because they they kind of openly say who they're who they are going to put in the Super Bowl. They kind of openly just talk about it. You know the NFL, the actual NFL football league that has had the uh, that still has a website till this day. Before it was a new before it was just a, known as a publication. 
a publication, um, uh, or I, I should, I, some form of publication. I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, they, they already know. And, and not even just that. Okay. Let's stay away from that. Right. Let's stay away from that. Let's say that's just made up. Right. What about the mafia? Everyone knows the mafia has rigged almost every single baseball game in the 30s and the 40s, 50s, 60s. I mean, shit, man. They kept on rigging. They rigged at football games. They knew they were rigging football games, too. It's pretty well known that the mafia was rigging a lot of uh, athletic uh, athletic um, uh, gladiatorial games, I should say. It's That's kind of well known. They, they've made movies about it, for crying out loud. You know what I mean? But uh, till this day, but like, what, what, what do you think? They just kind of gave up, honestly. Like, ask yourselves that, really. What do you think? Do they think they you? Do you think they just gave up? No, there was a prison. They didn't go to prison. Do you know who runs? Do you know who runs and who is tied? Who their families were to some of the most prominent figures in the NFL league? Do you know who some of their families were? All mafia connected. All mafia connected. I am not I, this. I, I'm not lying to you. I'm. I am not shitting you. It's it, it's ridiculous. Okay, and like Stephen uh, Stephen M. Ross, I want you to think about his last name, really, 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 really hard. Stephen M. Ross. Stephen M. Ross. Does that sound familiar? Kind of like the Jewish gangster that um, rigged the baseball games back in the 30s? Yes. Robin, uh, Robert Kraft. Uh, mafia. Yeah. Mafia. Ma uh, uh, Saeed Khan. He's more related to the princes and, you know, the uh, uh, Arabs out in, um, out in Israel and um, a few other uh, small little countries that... I do not know how to pronounce, which is kind of why I'm not going to uh, say that. But there's a lot of there's a lot of them. See, uh, they, and I love how they try to make it make it uh, make it seem like it's it's um, all of the head coaches or the owners of the football teams, and they're the owners of the NFL. That's not how it works. There's only a select members on the committee. There's only a select members on the committee of the NFL league. And, and one of the most prominent ones is Jerry Jones. Look up his family. Directly mafia connected. I mean, shit gets real, guys. It gets really, really real. But yeah, um, that's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I guess just the second problem I have with, um, the, the sports that we are watching nowadays. And not even just that. I just, I've, I've always thought sports were a very big distraction, uh, distract, Distraction. Holy Bloomberg Al sniffing hell. I am so sorry. I've always thought they were a distraction. Um, that's not to say they aren't fun being played. I used to play, I used to play Pee Wee football all the time. Um, I, I loved it. It was the most fun thing. And it was a really, really good experience. You know what I mean? It really, really was. And I kind of wish I would have stuck with it. However, I um, even then, as a kid, I, I continued to think. I, I just thought sports were a distraction from something else that was going on, and um, I didn't know what was going on as a child. I just knew that um, the schools weren't right. I knew that the type of society we are in does not make sense 
Um, and that's the, that was the best way I can put it as a child. Now, as an adult, I know the, um, I know what is going on. It's not just really, it's not mass formulation psychosis. You know, these things, you know, the, that's, that's something, mass formulation psychosis is just a term. These, those kind of terms is something they learned in the 1970s, during 1960s and 1950s during MK Ultra. All right. And if you don't know what MK Ultra is, I advise you just to look up a little bit of it. All right. Cause it's something, you know, these, these are the type of, uh, projects and these are the type of, um, uh, clandestine, clandestine, um, operations that, we are just now feeling the effects of. So whatever the effects that we are feeling now are from the projects that they are operating from the 50s and 60s. And now their sons and daughters are are progressing with their ideologies. You know, the Nazis never died. They had children in America. They produced their thoughts and their ideologies onto their children. Why do you think a lot of Democrats are literally uh, son, are, are sons and daughters of the Weathermen Underground group? That's not a, that's not a, I'm not just saying that to be a, you know, conspiracy theorist. Look it up. It's very, very much true. I actually, I'll look it up for you. I have a, I have an article up on Facebook already. I just, I just advise you to go on my Facebook page and subliminal message studios all across the board. Just go on my Facebook page. You'll see it. Okay. And, um, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I guess what I'm trying to say is, we need to get informed past our, 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 our information is past due. We need to look in the future and grab a hold of their playbook because this is a playbook that the elites have, are, are running. You know, like I, I said this once, I've said it before. Nothing is new nowadays. Everything that, everything that these Democrats are pushing, excuse me, are pushing, it's all old news. Nothing, nothing is new. They have been doing this. They have been rep repetitiously going through these same steps. I mean, for decades. They they were they were doing it. Stalin was uh, Stalin was doing it before uh, before Adolf Hitler was doing it. Mao Zedong was doing it before uh, Stalin was doing it. And before before uh, Mao Zedong, hell, it was it, you know what I mean. It was uh, Genghis Kong. You know what I mean. For Genghis Kong, we've seen these type of uh, murderous elite type of groups all throughout history we just we're just now understanding how they get away with it and i suggest to all of us i suggest to all of mankind that we start speaking out again uh, against it you know what i'm saying ladies and gentlemen let's go to a quick break and let's follow back up with this news because while i ramble while i go on and um you know uh speak this and that um i have an intention to ramble a lot ladies and gentlemen so i do apologize um however let's go to a quick break and then we will get back to some more critical news a lot of big things going on in the world a lot of bull shikaka a lot of shenanigans a lot of Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Man, let's go on break, ladies and gentlemen.
Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a bright and beautiful world. Now, I just wanted to reiterate about the Ukrainian civilians training for war, apparently. Now, um, the U- UN Security Council held a meeting on Monday, right? They called by the U.S. and over Russian objection to discuss the standoff on Ukrainian borders along with Russian, Russian has, uh, along which Russia has massed more than 100,000 troops along on their border. I just, I just want to make sure because CNN, this is a CNN article and uh, MSN article, so they never really include the fact that Russia is building up troops on their own border. They just say Russia has a mass of uh, more than a hundred thousand troops. Now, U.S. and NATO have warned for, uh, for weeks that Vladimir Putin, because he wants to Vladimir and then you know Putin, uh, will launch a new invasion of Ukraine as soon as February. Even though the leader of Ukraine is saying, "Dude, you guys are scaring the shit out of my." people now i have civilians training in the open in the open for war 
with Russia. The U.S. and its Europeans. Oh, yeah, that's that shit right there. The, uh, <laughs> my bad, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Uh, the U.S. And, uh, and its European allies won't send troops into Ukraine, and it's not a NATO member, but they've warned repeatedly that any Russian forces crossing the Ukraine border will be considered an invasion and will draw prompt and severe sanctions against Russia. Now, um, despite the odds, thousands of Ukrainian civilians have joined local defense units. Williams met some, uh, some of the citizen, citizen soldiers of the outskirts of Ukraine capital, where every Saturday they gather and do a quick warm-up before they put their drills into place, training to help fight off a uh, hypo, uh, hypothetical Russian attack. Now, I know Russians very well. Oslesky Voslinsko told Williams the defense unit voluntary works in marketing, but told CBS News he served in the Soviet army before Ukraine gained its independence from Moscow just over 30 years ago. If you want peace, you should prepare for war, he said. The defense unit volunteers include everyone from urban professionals to military veterans like Voslinko to new recruits, many of thus far armed only with plywood rifles. Stand-ins for the real thing. Awesome. Um, you know what, man? Uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I do not think that is, um, uh, that's a bad thing that they're scrimmaging, scrimmaging. I don't think there's nothing wrong with, uh, Ukrainian people, the Ukrainian civilians, uh, preparing for any war because after all, that is some of the realest shit I've ever heard. If you want peace, prepare for war. That is a very, I, I love it. I'm not just saying that as a, as a, you know, to be a smart ass at all. I'm honestly saying that, man. I, I love it. And that's very true. Very, very true. If only uh, we can get poopy Biden out of there. I think we'd even be better. Now, Utah, the Utah, the Utah citizens are worried a bill uh, about, uh, about firefighters workers compensation will secretly impose martial law on the unvaccinated. Now, it's 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 um, after uh, legislation can be complimented to read and digest the first surrounding HB 16 emergency response amendments is a different beast entirely. Now, the bill allows Utah, fi Utah firefighters to collect workers compensation if they are injured while fighting wildfires in other states. Some U uh, Utah people are worried the bill authorize, authorizes troops to be called out to lock up residents or impose martial law. McKeel and other lawmakers have been flooded with emails, text messages, and phone calls urging them to vote against the bill. I've been up here for 10 years, and this is one of the most bizarre responses to a bill I've seen, Senator uh, Mike McKeel. Our Spanish fork said, there's not enough tinfoil on Capitol to wrap up this conspiracy. Well, that's awesome. Now, he's always already, already calling his own, uh, his own people crazy that's just amazing the panic about the bill revolves around a sanction a section that refers emergency response teams that would be authorized to conduct urban searches in coordination with the department of homeland security the legislation says urban search and rescue huh oh but he's calling the people of uh people of utah tinfoiled hat psychos that is just amazing. When right there and directly in the bill, um, in um, uh, HB 16, directly it says the bill revolves around a section that references emergency response teams that would be authorized to conduct urban searches in coordination with the Department of Homeland Security with FEMA. Well, that sounds fantastic, doesn't it? That sounds 
Like we're just moving up in the world. That sounds like freedom right there. And the Utah people are nothing more than tinfoiled hat conspiracy theorists, right? Because they are worried about their their uh, uh, piece of legislation going through that directly says this bill will allow the Department of Homeland Security, in other words, FEMA, and emergency response teams to kick your door in. But I guess they're just tinfoiled, crazy conspiracy theories, right? That's what this, you know, I mean, I, you know, if this is, you know, this is ridiculous, dude. And, and this is also why a lot of people are hinting towards a civil war, because a lot of people do not see any hope. And it's a very sad thing. I understand why a lot of people do not see any hope, because... No, it seems like no matter how much information you get, the more information you get, the less hope you have. You know what I mean? And, and I understand that it's, but it, it's, but 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 it's 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 a concert. It's not a it's a it's a paradox, because the more information you hand and the more knowledgeable you are about some of these legislations, the more knowledgeable you are about how the world works, the better you can make it. Not just for you. But for everyone else, and it will start with you, though. This all starts with you. It starts with looking at yourself in the mirror. What are you going to better? That what are you going to do better the next day? Are you are, are you are you going to um, try not to cuss? That might and, and it's and it's something simple. You're going to try not to cuss. You're going to try to smile more. Maybe today I'm not going to try to eat like a fucking fat ass and eat McDonald's all day. You know, maybe today I'm going to commit. I'm going to commit to doing schoolwork all day. It doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what the hell is going on. It doesn't matter if we get nuked. I'm going to sit in this fucking chair and do this schoolwork. Come hell or high water. Commit. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to commit. We need to commit. We need to commit to stop the evil that is growing in our nation. And we can do it just by looking at ourselves in the mirror. It doesn't take it doesn't take some supernatural superhero. It doesn't take the new vaccination. It doesn't take us going to war with Russia for Ukraine. It doesn't take us going to war with uh, with China over Taiwan. It, it does not take that. It simply takes all every single one of us looking at ourselves in the mirror. Because when the bullets start flying. I'm gonna tell you right now, bullets do not have names on them, and um, every day we are finding out, uh, finding that out. You tell that to a four-year-old that was fatally shot inside a vehicle while adults were smoking marijuana. Yeah, see, bullets don't have name on it, uh, a name on it, man. Then this is a very, very just. It's it's such a sad story, man, because I can't I can't even imagine on how. Flipped and turned around. This is uh, this is. You know what I mean. Uh, just let me. Um, this is uh, um, in L.A. A four-year-old boy was fatally shot inside a parked car Saturday night while two adults smoked marijuana in the front seat. The shooting happened around 10:45 um, uh, near the Outlier Center. Westgo Sheriff's Office spokesman Jeffrey Rarity um, said, "Now, um, our initial investigation has led our investigators to believe that the child was injured not by a hostile act but by a negligent one. Um, the two 
Um, initially, Lepatino said he thought Walker may have been shot by one of his siblings, but investigators learned that only other, the, the one only other children in the car were a one-year-old and a 22-month-old. Now, the mother and her friend sitting in the front seat told police they did not see the kids playing with the weapon in the back seat. Well, because they were in the front smoking marijuana, doing TikTok videos, and oh my God, we're so fucking cool. And while there's a loaded gun in the back seat, and this is a problem. This is a problem. Everyone, this is, everyone's going to make a huge, huge, I, I'm waiting to hear the CNN post say, oh, this is why we need to stop having civilians. This is why we need to take people's guns away. This is, I just can't imagine the rhetoric that's going to come out of this incident right here. When it has nothing to do with taking anyone's guns away, it has everything to do with giving people more knowledge about firearms. I have always said the number one thing that you need with a firearm is the knowledge of when to use it, how to use it, and where to keep it. And I'm not talking about, oh yeah, of course, of course, I know exactly where to keep it. I have a, I have a little electronic uh, fingerprint box that I can easily uh, strategically, of course, place all around my house and Oh, one touch and oh, there it is. See, it's 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 very 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 secure. No kids can ever get to it. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about where. To, I'm not talking about that kind of where to put your firearms, Dick. No, the where I'm talking about is when you're on the go. Where do you put your firearm? Where do you where where do you hip your firearm? Which places should you move while you're carrying your firearm? Where should you set it down if you have to set it down, which is never. But these are all, that's the where I'm talking about, because that is the where that truly, truly matters. You cannot be complicit if a fire is burning outside and you have a fucking fire extinguisher, okay? It has nothing to do with taking away the fire extinguisher. It's just you need to be, ha you need to have the knowledge of how to use the fire extinguisher so you don't just sit and stand and videotape the house getting burned while you have a perfectly good huge working water hose right next to you that could put the fire out just like that instead you're videotaping it looking down at the hose thinking to yourself well i wish that worked where well, there's a fucking nozzle right there you turn the nozzle and it sprays water puts out the fire do you see what i'm saying but if you do not have the knowledge of just those simple things, not, not, uh, no, why, why, uh, uh, a gun safe that's worth almost a thousand dollars. My guns are so secure. No, jackass. First of all, you, first of all, that gun safe wouldn't be um, uh, important if you were to start giving your kids, your children, the knowledge of the firearms. Your children, and I understand you can't teach a baby about knowledge. Now, and I'm not saying, oh, you should just leave your gun wherever. No, I'm talking about giving your children the knowledge of a firearm, telling them that this is also a tool, telling them that this is a tool that can kill, telling them how important it is to understand of what a gun does, just like what a hammer does, just like if a just like if a seven year old picks up a hammer and thanks his playtime goes over to the baby and smacks the baby with the hammer, okay. You might want to give your seven year old the knowledge and the, it's like, it's, it's literally like that. Give the seven year old the knowledge, not pick up the hammer and go smack the baby on the head with the fucking hammer. Cause you know, the baby's going to die if he gets hit in the head with the hammer. Okay. The win to pull out a firearm. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to go to another quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, I will cover more cover. I will more cover this uh, more in detail because these are more important than actually Shooting the firearm is when to pull it, 
where to put it, how to handle it, all these things. And not just that, I want you guys all to keep in mind, sometimes your self-defense, defense, having self-defense means taking ass bean. If you know you, if you know you can take an ass bean, just take the ass bean. But do not shoot someone if you don't have to. That's not what the Second Amendment is about. Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. And uh, once again, what I was trying to say earlier is having knowledge of firearms, having knowledge of when to use that firearm, having knowledge of how to explain, and not just that, how to explain it to your children, and giving them the knowledge of the firearm, and letting them know that this gun has nothing to do, and Ultimately, it will be truly you that saves your life if your life is ever really, really in danger. How quick-witted can you be? How, how, how knowledgeable of your, of your surroundings are you? How resourceful are you? Those things are going to truly define whether you survive during a scary situation or not. Whether you have a gun or not. Can, do you know how to fight? Do you know, do you know how to use a knife? Do you know what's the differences between concealment and cover? All these things are just as important as having a gun. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? And these are the things that we need to we need to really really install back in our back in the American people because there was a day there was a day when the American people were so involved in the world and truly wanted to change the world and truly give the world freedom and and show the world not even not even give the world freedom but show the world what freedom costs what freedom is the freedom to walk around with a firearm because you are a good person you don't want to hurt anyone but the freedom to walk around with a firearm because if someone does try to hurt you your family then you have a way to stop that hate to stop that evil but not having the knowledge of whether or not you are producing your own evil or you are stopping evil is very 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 important it means a lot more 
the new thing, ladies and gentlemen. And, 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 I, and I wish the mother of that child would have known that before buying a firearm just because she thinks it's cool and it's trendy and oh and, and even the police are going ahead and said and saying you know oh well first of all we should charge her because guns should have been locked up you know what so it had nothing to do with the gun needing to be locked up this has everything to do with her not having the knowledge of the firearm and and having and having the constant and 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 having the constant knowing of what that firearm can do, kind of like what because she, apparently she has the constant knowing of what the car can do. Everyone gets in a car every single day of their lives. That is the scariest and the most dangerous thing we do every single day. And and there's more deaths from car wrecks and car accidents. Um, that is a car wreck. Um, car wrecks, intoxication, people drunk on the road. There's more deaths from that than COVID as well. Look up any statistic, look up any statistic over the last couple years. People have been dying from overdoses and from alcohol and from uh, overdoses and from getting in the car wrecks left and right. It's it's been horror. Over those last two years, COVID has not been on the top of the list on any of these on any of these uh, statistics that are going around right now. So maybe this, maybe it wasn't the gun, the fact that the guns need to be locked up. She was just following along with the trend of thinking, oh, now she has a firearm and she's going to be protected. It's not just that. If you buy a firearm to any of the new um, gun owners, if you're just now buying a firearm, I am telling you right now, I want you to carry that thing around for you every single day. Even if you, and I, I know it's scary, this is breaking the law, semi-breaking semi the law, even if you do it around your own uh, house, your own uh, backyard, carry that firearm every single place you go, do it, carry that firearm and do things with that firearm on you, start unloaded, start unloaded so you get, you get used to just having it there. You know what I'm saying? That don't you know? Don't load it up yet, but just get used to having it there. Get used to it constantly being on your side. Get used to feeling the tug. You know what I mean? Get used to get used to having your kids run up to you and be like, "Oh shit!" You know what I mean? They almost grabbed my gun. Get used to those quick reflexes of of backing away. You see what I'm saying? Get used to those kinds of things. If you have a baby, get used to certain positions so where only you know you can carry. You know, carry carry him because you know you have that firearm there, and you want to take those extra precautions to make sure that the baby doesn't, you know, accidentally kick you with his leg and, you know, uh, or hurt you in some kind of way or anything like that. But get used to having that firearm on you. You see what I'm saying? Now, the second thing, once you're used to having that firearm on you, then you want to then you want to gradually go into loading the firearm. Do not put one in the chamber. Don't be a jackass. Start slow. Load it up and then continue the same process. Go throughout your, you know, go throughout your days and, and, and get used to having that firearm on you. Get used to the certain things, the ways you have to move to make sure people aren't right next to you when you have a firearm on you. Make sure people can't get close to you. Make sure if, if you're, if there's no other way, if you can't get people away from you and there's, you're kind of in a tight space. Okay. Well then make sure your arms are in direct cover of that firearm. So no matter what, if someone reaches for it, your arms are already there. These things are just as important on how, how good you are shooting with that firearm. And if anything, they're way more important. 
know, and, and by the way, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I, I am a very advocate of everyone carrying every single day, except except for you know people that are going to try to harm someone. I don't think I don't want you to carry, but just in case you do carry anyway, well, it should mean it should take good men like me and you to stop those hateful, evil people, whether that be a man or a woman, drop them dead right then and there. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you know one thing, you know uh, three things that um, are 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 also just as important as uh, carrying your gun? A mini light, a mini flashlight, a knife, and a multi-tool. I use those more than I ever, I, I never use my gun, but I use those three things more then I, I ever go shooting, I use those three three things more than you could ever know. You always need a flashlight for everything. You always need a knife for everything. You literally always need a multi-tool for almost anything you can think of. So those are just as important as carrying a firearm, ladies and gentlemen. And, and uh, just know that just because you bought a gun, there's a lot of new gun owners now, you know, that are around, you know what I mean? Now there's a lot of uh, gun owners that have guns that are scared shitless to even have them in their home because they think it's, it, you know, their kid's going to get to them, you know, their kid's going to get to them. Well, give your child the knowledge of a firearm, produce guns the same way you produce a fucking car to a, a child, not just get in the car and let them drive. No, I'm saying the, the, the idea of it, make it more of a, this is a responsibility to you because driving a car, having your own car when you're young, that's a great responsibility, right? Having your first gun, knowing how to use a gun, knowing when to use a gun, that's a great responsibility. And it used to be America was at the forefront of this shit. Now we're just a flag waving, bring it on, spear fingers, not believe in Space Force pussies. I mean, honestly, how far are we going to drift? You know, I don't know, but, um, uh, but you know, um, Norvax seeks FDA emergency use authorizations of its coronavirus vaccine. You already know Norvax is going to start offing people, too. You know, these uh, that's just how pharmaceutical companies work. They want to kill as many, pos uh, as many people as possible and profit as much as they can from it. Now, apparently Trump is unfit for office after suggesting... If you dare suggest the pardon of the January 6th defendants, you are definitely a terrorist. That's right. President uh, Donald Trump uh, suggested pardoning if he was elected president again in 2024, he would pardon all January 6th rioters. Um, as he should, because it's a riot. J the fact that they keep on call trying to call this uh, an insurrection and what happened on, uh, on January 6th, is astounding, and it's it's uh, and it's it's also kind of a slap in the face. I wonder how our World War II veterans feel about hearing the word insurrection uh, thrown against um, uh, January sixth. You know, they they we had some CNN anchors actually comparing the January sixth riot to Pearl Harbor. I wonder how some veterans feel about that. That must have hurt their shit so much. If we didn't create some active shooters, well, CNN keeps on saying that kind of shit. We will have some active shooters because they are radically radicalizing Americans to a flow of 
of a root beer float. I don't know. I, I don't even know. I lost my idea. I lost my terms of service right there. All I know is her even saying that is scary as hell. The scene in Anchors and even Senators saying that is scary as hell to me. Now, um, Jen Psaki, you know, Chucky, uh, she said Monday that Donald Trump is unfit for office after the former president suggested that he might pardon supporters who stormed the U.S. Capitol. Um, they didn't storm the U.S. Capitol. They legitly got let in by the police that were on the Capitol grounds and the FBI and FBI was caught there provocating the whole thing. Literally videos of FBI agents saying, let's go storm the Capitol. Let's riot. Let's go storm the Capitol. Yeah. Now, he defended the actions of his supporters who stormed the Capitol and brutally attacked the law enforcement officers protecting it. That is untrue, too, because the police officers were actually the one that were saying, come on in. Now, um, uh, more than 700 individuals have been charged with crimes related to the insurrection. It is not an insurrection. I hate how they use that word. In which a mob of Trump supporters breached the Capitol, assaulting police officers and sent lawmakers fleeing from the White House and Senate chambers. Oh, yeah. Well, God forbid we, we, we make um, uh, some of our senators flee from, uh, from uh, the, the, the con congressional halls after they get done making deals with China to create martial law in America. God forbid... We take back the congressional floor of hearing. God forbid the people of America actually go to Washington, D.C. and find out what's going on in Washington, D.C. God forbid all of that, right? Because we are on nothing but a bunch of terrorists, Christians, and you guessed it, gun owners. You are the new terrorists. Congratulations. What do we have behind door number one, Johnny? Well, we're going to take you off to Guantanamo Bay. And if you ever think of vaccinations aren't cool, if you think of vaccines are killing people, because they are. And if you say you if you say they aren't, well, you're going to Guantanamo Bay. Now, listen, Saki also criticized Trump for a statement he issued Sunday evening in which he <laughs> exerted his former vice president, Mike Pence, for not overturning the 2020 election results. Now, um, actually, what they are saying is that Mike Pence did have the right to change the outcome, and now they want to take the right away. Unfortunately, he didn't exercise that power. He could have overturned the election, Trump said in a statement Sunday. The rioters were trying to stop the certification of Biden's victory and were chanting, among the other things. Saki slammed Trump for attacking own, his own vice president for not, in his own words, having overturned the election. Oh. You know, um, and uh, you know, I, I, I just love, I love how Saki even thinks she has a voice within America. I don't know if Saki's even from America. Every time I look at her, excuse me, every single time I look at her, I just see like, I can just see her changing her voice. I do any of you guys like do that? You know, like I mean, honestly, do do any of you like you know what I mean? You know, like, watch some of these speakers and, like, think to yourself, like, I wonder if they immediately change their voice as soon as they get off screen. I shit you not. Like, I mean, I mean for real, like, like, ask yourself, like, Saki, you know, couldn't you imagine her talking the way she talks during the press conferences? And as soon as that press conference is over... Her voice is suddenly this. I will rip their bloody hands to slits. I will get them. I will destroy their hearts. Like I can literally imagine her having such a Russian fucking dialect. It would it would blow my mind. Like screw Saki. Her name is Sasha. You know, or 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 not even that. Couldn't you see like like um, oh my god, uh, what's uh what what's their uh what's his name uh. 
Ah, uh, man, I, I, you know, I cannot, I cannot, I'm trying to think of it. I am trying to think of it right now. Uh, what is his name? Oh, man. All right, hold on. Let me uh, uh, just give me a second, ladies and gentlemen. I have to find this guy, right? I have to find this guy. Because I, 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 I crap you not. Whenever I see him talk, I literally just like, I, I literally legitly like see him getting a hard, hard German accent, like right after his, oh, duh, one of my, oh, Jesus, I can't remember that. Oh, I was trying to call him Dennis the Menace, but I couldn't, <laughs> I legitly forgot Anthony Fauci's real name because I've been calling him Dennis the Menace so much. Um, you know, because he literally looks like Dennis the Menace, like, you know, the older version, just like a little nefarious little Nazi. But um, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I hear uh, Anthony Fauci talk, I can legitly see him like when the news, you know, when when the cameras shut off and everything goes goes dark. I legitly like see him getting a hard German accent as soon as those fucking TVs just go off. He and him just I stang. Like, uh, like, I'm not even kidding. I, I, this is how my mind works. I'm just letting you guys know that I'm kind of crazy and it might help me out a little bit. But um, I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, that's just what I see. Uh, now, um, George Soros warns China is facing an economic crisis. As if George Soros really gives a shit. The billionaire said in a speech at Stanford University's Hoover Institution Monday that President Xi Jinping may not be able to restore confidence in the troubled industry, which has been hit by a series of defaults by developers and falling prices. Uh, developers and falling prices. For land and apartments. Now, China's real estate boom was based on an unsustainable model that benefited local governments and encouraged people to invest of the uh, uh, the bulk of their savings in property. Now, um, the, the 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 developers really under more than three hundred billion of total liabilities, including about nineteen billion offshore bonds held by international asset managers and private banks on behalf of their clients. Evergrande has been scrambling for months to raise cash to repay lenders. Government officials have been sent into the company to oversee a restructuring, but there's little clarity about what comes next. Evergrande has appealed for more time, but some lenders appeal, appear unwilling to wait. On Sunday, the company said that receipts had been appointed over a plot of land in Hong Kong, which it pledges as collateral against a $520 million loan last year. Now, um... It remains to be seen how the authorities will handle the crisis, Soros said, as he's laughing all the way to the bank. During a panel discussion and about developments in China and how the United States should respond, they may have postponed dealing with it for too long because people's confidence have now been shaken. And I bet he's just having a great time with this because, after all, he's the one that constructed all this, right? Now, the Chinese president now faces risk from the property market, according to Soros, who has speaking just days before the start of the Winter Olympics in Beijing. Hmm. Is there any coincidence to that? Hmm? Now, falling prices will turn many of those who invested the bulk of their savings in real estate against Xi Jinping, Soros said, adding that the current situation doesn't look promising. China's economy expanded 8.1% last year, far exceeding the government's own targets, but weakened growth in the closing months of 2021, suggesting that real estate crisis, renewed COVID outbreaks, and Beijing's strict approach to controlling the virus are taking a toll.
The International Monetary Fund expects economic growth to slow dr- dramatically to 4.8% in 2022. And like I said, I guarantee he is just laughing his ass off all the way to the bank. Now, people of uh, San Jose try, uh, tries a uh, San Jose tries to price working and middle class uh, try, tries to outprice working middle class out of gun ownership. And I don't know, I've, I covered this last time. Um, this, the people of Han- uh, the legislators of San Jose put into a piece of legislation that uh, forces the gun owners of uh, San Jose to have insurance liability on their guns as well as, well as pay safety tax, um, uh, lockup tax you have to pay. There's a few other bullshit things on there. And you have to register all your firearms and keep them in a lockbox at all times. You are not able to carry at your hip in a car. You have to keep it in the lockbox in the car. Whether you have a permit to carry, it does not matter. It still has to be in the lockbox. Um, now, um, the only thing, uh, they, uh, this is an article from the NRA. The only thing gun controllers despise more than American own, owner owning firearms is working in middle class Americans owning, owning firearms. Last week, the San Jose, California City Council voted 10 to 1 to adapt a requirement for gun owners to purchase liability insurance and 8 to, eight to 3 to adopt, uh, adopt a tax on gun owners despite overwhelming citizen opposition. The ordinance would impose several requirements on city gun owners. First, city residents and those who store firearms within San Jose would be required to obtain extensive firearm liability insurance at their own expense. Now, the requirement states directly this. A person who resides in the city and owns or possesses a firearm in the city shall obtain and continuously maintain in full force and affect a a homeowner's, renter's, or gun liability insurance policy from an admitted insurer or an insurer as defined by the California Insurance Code, specifically covering losses or damages resulting from a negligent or accidental use of the firearm, including but not limited to death, injury, or property damage. Now, here's the thing. Here's the kicker. There is no such thing as gun insurance liability. There is no such thing as renter gun insurance no such thing. Unless these guys are going to a fucking gun range every single day that they carry and they just live there, that's the only way you're really going to be able to get renter's insurance. And you have to rent the gun from them. So technically, it's not really renter's insurance. All right. And, and But of course, they don't say that, though. Now, in order to prove compliance with their insurance requirement, gun owners would be required to complete and execute a city design uh, a, a test. Attestation form. Under penalty of perjury, gun owners are required to keep this attestation form where their firearms are stored and take with them whenever they are transporting a firearm, like I just said. Second, in addition to the cost of liability insurance, law-abiding gun owners would be expected to fork over an annual gun harm reduction fee. A harm reduction fee. you got to be fucking kidding me. Now, this is word for word how it spells. A person who resides in the city and owns a, or possesses a firearm in the city shall pay an annual gun harm reduction fee to the designated nonprofit organization each year. The date by which payments shall be made annually shall be established in the regulations promulgated by city manager pursuant to section 10.32.235 point. The annual fee shall be set forth in the schedule of fees and charges established by resolution of the city council, meaning these uh, uh, their uh, fees are subject to change anytime they want. The city council can just up the payments anytime they want. Oh, there's a school shooting. You got to pay $700 instead of $400 for the fee this year. Oh, 
there is a, there is a gang shooting. Oh, you got to pay $1,200 now. Oh, there is a cop that shot another cop during their training. We don't give a shit. You're going to pay $2,000 next year. You know what I mean? So it's always scheduled to change. Now, further, the ordinance states that the fire fee shall be allocated to a designated nonprofit organization. It doesn't take a cynic to suspect that the San Jose would use this money finance groups that share their anti-gun agenda, which is exactly what some of these designated nonprofit organizations are. Let's see which ones you can donate to. Goodwill. Oh, awesome. Goodwill is one of them. Okay, you can donate to Goodwill. You can donate to Black Lives Matter. Who would have thought that that was one of them that you could donate to? And by having all those, you can uh, you can donate to the... Um, to George Soros's private, private human, uh, private, um, uh, a private society. You can donate to those guys and a few others that I'm not even going to mention. But now this is where the cookie really, really um, uh, takes the cake. As a matter of law, the federal courts have consistently held that discriminatory taxes on the exercise of fundamental rights are co- unconstitutional. The 1983 U.S. Supreme Court case, Minneapolis Star and Tribune Co. versus Minnesota Comfrey of Revenue addressed a discriminatory use tax on paper and ink consumed in publication. The court determined that the tax was an unconstitutional attack on First Amendment rights. The court explained that a power to tax differentially as opposed to a power to tax generally gives a government a powerful weapon against the taxpayers selected. Such a tax targeted at gun owners, even if distinct, uh, even if disguised as an insurance or fee requirement, would be a similar suspect attack on the Second Amendment rights. Now, law-abiding gun owners should take further offense to the fact San Jose's effort doesn't even contain the pretense of targeting criminals who misuse firearms. San Jose's ordinance quite literally cannot apply to criminals who illegally possess firearms. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled that a felon could not be convicted for his failure to comply with the registration provisions of the National Firearms Act, as doing so would implicate his Fifth Amendment right against self-discrimination. Any requirement that a person acknowledgeable acknowledge their possession of a firearm in a formal manner, such as an esthetician requirement or payment of a fee, cannot be enforced against those prohibited from possessing firearms. San Jose's proposed ordinance now advances to final readings at the city's council's meeting next month, where they will hold another vote if it is not posted to the agenda at that that time. That means it's already in effect. The San Jose people are literally... uh, and, And if you do not go by this ordinance, guess what? You telling the police that you lost all your guns in a fishing accident? That's not gonna... That's not gonna do it, buddy. They are gonna SWAT team your ass... Anyway, and they might shoot you. So, um, just, uh, you know, I'd get the hell out of San Jose, California if I was you. They passed this ordinance, excuse me, they passed this ordinance into the FEMA camp you go. But moving forward, now, uh, Linda Kruger, potential Biden Supreme Court nominee. That's right. And she has a hell of a position on religious liberty. In which it makes it makes me funny how they're saying she has uh, such a she has um uh, such a strong position on religious liberty. <coughs> it's it, it boggles my mind. Now, Linda Kruger, now justice on California's highest court. Ha! And uh, keep in mind, guys, before I even get into this, um, get into this article. Get this, guys, Leandra, uh, Leandra Kruger. She's one one. 
of the people that were um, one of the people that helped write the ordinance that was set in stone, uh, set uh, the ordinance on the administration of gun fees and uh, liability insurance for gun owners uh, in San Jose, California. That's right, guys. And she's going to be in our Supreme Court justice. Land, uh, Leandra Kruger, now a justice on California's highest court, argued on behalf of the Obama administration. And Hosanna Tabor Evangelica, Evangelica, Lutheran Church and School versus EEOC, which involved whether religious organizations had to abide by anti-discrimination laws when choosing religious leaders. Now, the position that Kruger staked out as as a litigant in Hussein Tabor against the ministerial exception, one that even Justice Kagan described as amazing during oral arguments, suggests that she could be hostile to religious liberty if she were appointed. Judicial Crisis Network President Carrie Severino told Fox News Digital in a Monday statement, Huh. Well, Kruger uh, broadly argued against a doctrine known as the ministerial exception, excuse me, which generally bars the government from intruding into how religious organizations choose their leaders. The ministerial exception is what protects religious groups' freedom to make employment decisions based on their beliefs, including their beliefs on marriage and human sexuality. For a ministerial position, notes the Alliance Defending Freedom, a conservative legal group. Now, um, I hate how they're even saying uh, a conservative legal group because I'm going to uh, make this fact to you guys right now. It's not a conservative legal group, okay? This is simply a group that has stood up and said, hey, we want the ability to teach our children what our religion, what religion we believe in, which is, that's your base, that's your God-given law. That's, that's, this is one of these things that should be, should be a God-given law. If you want to believe in the spaghetti monster, all right, dog. Go ahead and believe in the spaghetti monster. You know what I mean? I'm not. No one's going to fault you for that. But if that's what you want to believe in, that's what you want to believe in. All right. Now, um, during during our arguments, Roberts Roberts pressed Kruger on whether there is a ministerial exception distinct from the right of association under the First Amendment. We think that ministerial exception is one that incorporates the right of association as well as the rights under the religion. Clauses, Kruger responded. Wow. Is there anything special about the fact that the people involved in this case are part of a religious organization? Roberts restorted. Kruger said her team thought the court has elaborated in other cases, elaborated in other cases involving similar claims to autonomy, not interference, but was interrupted by Roberts. Is that a no? You say it's similar to other cases. Expressive associations, a group of people who are interested in labor rights, have expressive associations. Is this issue we are talking about here in a view of the United States any different from any other group of people who get together for an expressive right? Kruger said, uh, Kruger said her, set, uh, her side believed. The basic contours of the inquiry are not different. Before repeating her point about similar cases uh, eliciting a response from several justices, that's extraordinary. We are talk we're talking here about the free exercise clause and about the establishment Establishment clause. Very sorry. And you say that you have no special application to the uh, the late Justice Antonio Scala said with Kruger finishing his sentence, the contours. But the inquiry that the court has set out as to expressive associations, we think, translate quite well to analyzing the claim that petitioner has made here. And for this reason, we don't think the job duties of a particular religious employee in an organization are relevant to the inquiry said. Wow. 
this is to go back to the Justice Scalia's question, because I, too, find that amazing that you think that the free, neither the free exercise clause nor the establishment clause has anything to say about a church's relationship with its own employees, Justice Alina Cregan said. Uh, this is honestly amazing. And you can honestly see how cocky and how how cocky and uh, just how sickening um, uh, Leandra Kruger really is. And like I said, uh, she was the one, uh, she was also the one that helped uh, write the um, uh, legislation that uh, that are taxing the people of San Jose, the legal gun owners of San Jose. She was one of that wrote up that California gun, uh, California gun, uh, gun bill. And she, uh, she is uh, definitely, uh, apparently she is definitely a uh, Biden's potential uh, Supreme Court nominee without him even, him even really saying it. Isn't that fascinating how full of shit he is almost every two seconds? It's amazing and it makes me feel all good inside. But let's go to break, ladies and gentlemen, because we're on a roll and we have a lot more news to get to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Subliminal Message Studios. I am your host, Leonardo. You can find me on YouTube, Anchor, and almost any other social platform on the internet. And that is except for TikTok and Twitter. Because I got banned off of Twitter, and I'm going to be honest, fuck TikTok. Just like, apparently, all the students are um, fighting to keep the Indian nickname, Right? Residents in divided and predominantly white town in upstate New York are fighting a state ruling to remove the Native American mascot. I love how they continue to say predominantly white neighborhood. Corey and Sarah McKellen of Cambridge, Newark, record with their six-year-old daughter, came home from her first grade class one day and announced herself and announced, I am racist because I want to, because I don't believe the Indian nickname should be changed. And that is right. Uh, Apparently, parents Parents in the school district are facing off because the school district wants to change the Indian nickname of their um, of their uh, uh, high school basketball team, and the kids are saying, "Stop being flaming pussies. We want to keep it," which is absolutely awesome. A seventh grader in Shawnee Mission School District is aiming for change in her future high school. A year after, leaders approved to remove the Native American mascot of their schools, which is just awesome because she she wanted to speak out right. She wanted to be a social justice warrior. She thought that changing, and she's not even she's not even Native American. This is a white this is a white uh, girl. Okay, this is amazing to me. Since we're always throwing racist and racism in this, it's amazing how a white girl is calling everything racist when she's white. It's it's fantastic. Now, um, last year she added a letter campaign which she says helped lead the anonymous decision of the sh- of the sh- uh, Shawnee School Board. Yeah, hello. Sorry, uh, which led the Shawnee uh, School Board to then vote to remove any Native American mascots in their school January. Vincent's future high school, Shawnee Mission North, was one of them. Fast forward a year later, and the pen and paper are once added again. They voted to make the change, so they have made a commitment, she said. I don't see a real progress. Vincent said after attending the school for a concert in December, she noticed Native American imagery remaining in the gym and images on school walls, she said. While she noticed larger changes, like new uniforms are being made, the smaller things are also count and after a year of waiting she's wondering what's taking so long oh well what's taking so long i'm crying because i my poor little white self wants everything to be changed to the way i wanted to and if it's not changed to the way i wanted to then i'm going to call it racist that makes so much sense doesn't it that makes so much more sense i am just sick to my fucking stomach even reading about it it's awesome though isn't it it's absolutely awesome how we have just you know just just saying like if we're going to go down that route just saying and she's not even uh, native american yet she has a, a true stance on racism it's amazing to me now uh <laughs> I, I can't even do it, honestly. It's it's uh, it's flares. I'm serious. I'm I'm so serious now. Um, uh, Boris Johnson is being investigated. Um, uh, is being is, is just uh, being investigated in one of the parties he threw at his flats at his house because, like I said, I'll say this again. While he was everyone uh, telling all of his citizens to mask up and shut your mouth and uh, and stay home, he was sniffing cocaine and banging more hookers than Johnny Depp during the movie Below. How does that make you feel? 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, honestly, how, how does that make you feel? Now, um, Freedom Convoy, Trudeau calls trucker protests an insult to truth. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. You know, though, uh, that's uh, sad, but, uh, man, um, that's, that's, that's just horrible. Anyways, um, Canadian's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has slammed protests in the capital city against COVID-19 vaccine mandates as an insult to memory and truth. Now, Otis Police asked the public to avoid the downtown area on Monday, citing traffic, noise, and safety issues. Police have opened investigations into several reported incidents, including footage of a woman dancing on the tomb of an unknown soldier at the National War Memorial. Nazi symbolism was seen on protest signs, some liking COVID-19 health measures to to Jews under Nazi persecution, which is exactly what it is. Friends of Simon uh, Wessenthal Center for Holocaust Studies criticized the use of those symbols as a humanist form of Holocaust destruction. Mr. Trudeau said freedom of expression assembly and associations are cornerstones of democracy, but Nazi symbolism, racist imagery, and and discretion of war memorials are not. Now, the prime minister refused to meet protesters. I'd refuse to meet protesters, too, if I knew that I am a total Nazi myself. And inadvertently, while I'm a Nazi myself, I'm out there calling everyone else a Nazi. But ain't that how this works? Now, uh, Candace Bergen, deputy leader, uh, deputy leader, deputy leader of the conservative party, said the protests represented millions who have had enough of lockdowns and broken promises. They deserve to be heard and they deserve respect, she wrote on Twitter. They deserve to be treated like human beings. Fuck their respect. How about we you know why is it about respect? How about we just how about they how about you just treat them like human beings? Now the convoy began as a call to end vaccine mandate imposed by the federal government on fifteenth of January that require unvaccinated Canadian truckers returning from across the US border to quarantine once they return home. But it has since grown into a push to end all vaccine mandates nationwide and what supporters see as government our, our, our overreach of COVID nineteen restrictions. I love how it's I love how it's Always government overreach. I, I, I you know, you always read that, right? I'm serious. In almost every article, it's always, oh, well, it's, uh, they, they believe it's government overreach. It's, it's never, well, the government is overreaching on their liberties. You know, it's, it's, it's always, it's always government overreach. It's always, oh, well, they believe government overreach. You know what I mean? It's, it's never, the, it's, it's never just flat out saying, the government is uh, uh, telling the unvaccinated people that they cannot eat. That's what's happening. The government of Canada is telling the unvaccinated human beings, screw unvaccinated, they're telling human beings, you cannot eat no more. I don't care if you have a family. I don't care if you have a growing baby. You can't eat no more unless you take this vaccination. Vaccination. Well, what's that? Your baby has um has a a, a a a very bad immune system, or your baby might die if he takes the vaccine. He or she takes the vaccine. We don't give a shit. We say it's safe and effective. You take this vaccine and you shut your mouth. Now, GoFundMe page to support the convoy has now raised over nine million dollars at an event only weekend news conferences. Benjamin Dutch and Tim, uh, Tamara Litch, the two organizers behind the page, said they aim to create a logistics nightmare to put pressure on the Canadian government. 
Let's go. Do that shit. The crowd of demonstrators, the truckers, and their supporters were estimated to be in the thousands on Saturday. They're in the millions. They're not even telling the truth about how many were there. They're in the millions. I have actual video of it. The crowd has since thinned out, but many protesters have indicated they plan to stay out, stay on until their demands are met. Around 90% of Canada's 120 across-border truckers are vaccinated and in line with the country's adult population. That's a total lie right there. It's more um, looking at uh, looking at the... Uh, the uh, ah, their form of uh, DOT, the Department of Justice, which is uh, that's what uh, is our form of a uh, kind of let's say um, that's who comes down on the truckers in America. Their form of DOT, go on their website and um, their statistics on how many truck drivers are actually vaccinated are in the roughly thirty to forty percent. So. Um, uh, Trudeau saying around 90% of Canada's uh, uh, truck drivers are um, vaccinated is total bullshit. Now, members of Parliament are returning to the House of Commons on Monday after nearly two months on recess. Though exiting per uh, permissions for, uh, for MPs to work remotely allowed some legislators to avoid the protesters that have conveyed nearby. In an update from city officials on Monday afternoon, Mayor Jim Watson said protesters had worn out their welcome and that the events had been disruptive and extremely noisy for local residents. Aww. The city's police chief, Peter Soley, said it had been four dangerous, difficult, dynamic days for his forces dealing with the thousands of potential flashpoints, but there had been no riots, no injuries, no deaths. What was that? He said there have been no riots, no injuries, no deaths. But up here saying, but up here they're saying, oh, it's disruptive. It's extremely noisy for local residents. Well, guess what? Those local residents, it turns out, were actually joining the protests. So that might just be your own talking point right there. But who am I to say? Who am I to say, right? I just, I'm just going off of what the actual neighbors are saying directly out of their mouths. You see, he said, I saw the protests out going on outside coming down my street and I too am, uh, and I am too against the COVID restriction against the unvaccinated. Though I am fully vaccinated and have my card, I decided to join. That was a little, uh, a little quote out of one of the neighbors that thought it was so uh, volatile and disruptive, apparently. Apparently it was so volatile and extremely noisy. That that they decided to go out and join them. Isn't that just awesome and amazing? Now, that's disruptive. Now, reports on social media indicate that the truckers in the U.S. may be planning a similar demonstration that we would see them drive from California in the West to the country's capital in Washington, D.C. That would be some shit that would go down in America, and that would, indubitably, that would literally bring America down to a halt halt. Um, now, uh, just to uh, uh, reiterate on um, um, on um, uh, on uh, Neil Young crying about uh, how they're they're gonna choose Joe Rogan or him over his music. Uh, Take your old ass off of Spotify, man. At this point, dude, I already have like all your CDs from the 90s and shit. So you really don't need to be on Spotify. You know what I mean? Probably everyone, if you look hard enough, honestly, probably everyone can find one of their old Neil Young CDs. And, you know, the we're all with it. You know what I mean? Now, Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg, once again in the news for saying some of the stupid shit she can say, Whoopi Goldberg slammed for saying Holocaust was not about race. That's right. 
And get this, the actress and television personality said on ABC's The View that the Nazi genocide of the Jews involved two groups of white people. Critics pointed out that Hitler himself had vented his hatred of the Jews in racial terms. She later apologized. The Nazis who believed themselves an Aryan master race murdered six million Jews in the Holocaust. Monday's discussion was sparked by Tennessee school board ban of graphic novel by about Nazi death camps during World War II because after all, they don't want to give the children the real news on how, on how the Nazis were able to kill that many people. That's, see, that's the knowledge that they don't want to give you. It's not that they, it's not that they don't want you to know about the Holocaust. It's they don't want you to know. They don't want you to get the knowledge on how they were able to pull it off, pull the actual Holocaust off. How were they able to convince the people of Germany to kill that many people? That's the knowledge that they do not want you to get. That's that's why they're pulling children's books like Mouse now. Uh, Goldberg, a 60-year-old Oscar-winning actress who has been on The View since 2007, told her co-host, "I'm surprised that." What made you uncomfortable the fact that there was some nudity? I mean, it's about the Holocaust, the killing of six million people. That didn't bother you? If you're going to do this, let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No, it's not about race. Coast Joe Boyne pointed out that the Nazis said that Jews were a different race. Goldberg said, but it's not about race. It's not. It's about man's inhumanity to other man. But it's about whites. It's it's about white supremacy. Responded the Coast and in Bavaria. It's about going after Jews and gypsies and Romia. But these are two white groups of people, counted Goldberg. Yeah, because these are two white groups of people. Goldberg continued, but if you're missing the point, the minute you turn into a turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. She nodded to someone behind the camera as the show's theme music played to signal an ad break. Critics blasted the show for platforming dangerous dis- disinformation. Um Honestly, that is, you know, it saddens me. You know, I, I remember seeing uh, Whippy Goldberg in, um, what's that one movie? Oh, man. She played a priest. If anyone knows this movie, man, please help me out. Um, she played a priest, and uh, she goes to the school, and she helps these kids uh, find their voice. And they it, it's a really, really good show, man. I, I'm surprised I uh, cannot remember the, the, the name to it. But, um... Very, very good show. Very, very good family show. And it makes me absolutely, um, it, it sickens me and it makes me sad too, man, that she's choosing to go down that road. She's go, she's choosing to go down this road. And I don't think she's realizing that you're not part of the group, Whoopi Goldberg. Yo, yo big lip ass definitely are, are not, you are definitely not part of the group. You gotta be fucking kidding me. They don't want your ass part of the group. They don't care about you. They want you continuing to produce these racial inquiries, this racial division. They want you to continue to produce this so they can continue to keep the American people and keep the general people of the world fighting against each other, unable to sustain and to mouth their own tongues together. You see what I'm saying? We all, like I said, to wrap this podcast up, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end it with this. What makes us so different is exactly the things that can make us exactly the same. So give in to your individualism. 
Do you know what I'm saying? When you're around your group of friends and you know something ain't right, speak out. Do not, don't ever, don't ever, don't ever feel bad if you lose a friend. You have to understand that any friend that 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 will lose you over you stating your real opinion and how you actually feel and how you actually feel, not not how you feel with when wherever your friends around, not how you feel when your uh, boyfriend around that you love so much and you just want uh, you don't want an argument. No, no, how you feel. What you actually tell yourself when you're all alone, you know, you know, the face that you actually show when you're all alone, suddenly you don't have to be cool anymore, huh? You know, suddenly, suddenly you don't have to be, you know, Mrs. Mrs. Beautiful anymore. No, you can be you. Suddenly you have to, you don't have to be this hardcore drug dealer anymore. You can be you. Turns out you like watching Power Power Rangers. All right, bro. These are the things that we really need to start accepting and showing to the world. Stop letting the world tell us that we're all the same and we need to be put on the assembly line and that's going to work out. It's not going to work out. There's a lot that we need to get to, ladies and gentlemen. And until we accept it for what it is, until we are able to tolerate it and accept ourselves... Which is something that we will, we never, never are told to accept. We are told to accept everyone for what they are. But as soon as you tell someone to accept your own self, you are shunned. You are told that you are bad. Well, I am telling you that if you want to change this world, it starts with accepting yourself. It starts with looking at yourself in the mirror. Every single day, you must do something better. Every single day, you must learn something that you did not know the day before. Every single day, if you are not making yourself better, then you are making the world better. This is not the time for laziness. This is not the time to buy your new your new um, uh, Prada. All right. This is not the time to watch football on fucking Sundays, ladies and gentlemen. This is crunch time. This is history in the making, and I am very happy that I can be a part of it. I am honestly very happy that I can be a part of this to give you guys this news, to give you guys this. Some of some of the news I give you guys is truthfully very very exclusive. Some of this news I get is not online. I'm going to be dead honest. It's not online. I get this shit. Some of this, some of these articles I get, some of the news I get, some of the things I have to say are not online. They are actually, let's just say they're, um, and they'll be online soon too. Don't worry. You'll start seeing articles pop up on how George Soros is funding gangs here in America to come together and shoot at cops here in a little bit. Right now, you're just seeing the, right now, we're just seeing the little, the little ducks in the pond play. You see, we're not seeing the lake. We're not seeing the, the, the ocean. You see what I'm saying? And Subliminal Message Studios is that hope that will lead us to where when we get to that ocean, we have a hope. We have hope. And that hope is a big, is a huge, is a huge sea cargo. It is a huge, it's a huge boat that we can all get on and we all can stay afloat. You see what I'm saying? I am very happy I am part of this and I am very, very happy that I can, I, I can bring this knowledge to you guys because here soon I might not be able to do it. You know, the reality of, of, of even having these talking points, some of the talking points I have, the re, even the reality of, 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 of reading off some of the articles I come across, some of this stuff can, sh- will not be here one day. 
my voice, you know, you, we keep on taking a lot of the voices that we hear for granted. I'm telling you right now that some of these things are not going to be here one day. If we continue to just say to ourselves, well, they're always going to be here. It's always going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, freedom also has a payment. And we as Americans used to be at the front hold of that payment. We need to get back to the front door and knock on it. Do you see what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end this podcast. I am very, very happy. Once again, I can bring you this uh, uh, experience, bring you this news. And I am also very, very thankful and um, uh, privileged that you guys are also allowing me to bring you this news. I have a lot of listeners and to see where I've grown. It makes me very, very proud. Um, and I can owe it all up to you guys. I, I really, really can. So um, bear with me while we go on this adventure. I will continue to give you the most unbiased news I can. And, I, and once again, I have always stated for a fact, I'm, I'm very much on the right. I am very much a constitutionalist. I'm not a, a, a new Republican nowadays. I'm not, I don't consider myself a new Republican because a lot of the stuff that the Republican Party believes in nowadays, I do not believe in. And I, I do not want nothing a part of. I consider myself more of an old Republican. If you don't know what that means, just uh, look it up. Look up radical, radical Republican. Look that up. I, if you want to consider me what, you know, if politically, that's more of my genre. You know what I mean? Um, but as far as but as far as the information goes, I try my hardest and I mean it down to the teeth. I really try my hardest to make sure that I, I come at this as a completely unbiased standpoint, which is why I, 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 I listen, guys, if if I see a Republican senator doing some cruel ass shit, doing something that is unconstitutional or doing something that is completely trading against America, I'll call it out right then and there. I have no, no problem doing it. Because at the end of the day, this is about America. And what America is, is a family. This is about our kids. This is about our generation that is going to grow in the next year, and the next year, and the next year. I want to remain, and I want to make sure that they remain and have a fighting chance with freedom, with owning a gun, with owning and being able to teach the things that they want to teach. I want them to know that there is such a thing as freedom. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So this is Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Leonardo. Thank you very, very much for listening to this podcast. Even if you've come on here just one time to listen to a little skit, thank you very, very much. I truly appreciate it. And that is all I have for you today. I will come at you tomorrow morning, bright and early, with a brand new podcast. There is a lot I could not get to, which is why there's always one more thing to do, ladies and gentlemen. So before you go to sleep... There is always one more thing to do. Take it easy, ladies and gentlemen. You have a good rest of your night, and I salute every single one of you, all of you Americans, all you patriots. Let us stay strong. Let us focus. And if they want a war, let's all be ready for it.